Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Play for the name that's on the front of the jersey, and they'll remember you for the name on the back. Um, around you know, making oh, that's sure cool. that what you're doing is for the actual for the for the co-papa or yeah. the team um, rather than yourself. To show me that that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> This is Peter Barrett, and this is a Puka Puka episode of Paperback Gorillas. Uh, that means that we're sitting down at a table talking about a book that we've read and enjoyed. Um, but before you call the Coronavirus Task Force, we did record this before the lockdown. We're all kind of going through this situation in different ways. Some of us are worried about losing jobs. Some of us already have lost jobs. Uh, some of us are worried about our health. Uh, but the, the point is that there's no blueprint or no plan for doing that. Um, my wife and I are lucky enough to still have our jobs and be working from home with our, our tamariki, our two-year-old and five-year-old. Uh, that's kahu that you can hear scratching around in the background. Um, and that's an opportunity, uh, a taonga, for us that we wouldn't normally get. Uh, we don't normally get to spend this much time with them during the week, but it comes with its own challenges because we're both still working full-time as well. Uh, but the point is there's no game plan, there's no blueprint to doing this. Um, don't expect to know how to do it well. Uh, just kind of do what you can. Uh, but make sure that you are taking time out for yourself and taking care of yourself, uh, both your your physical and mental well-being. Uh, make sure you're getting out there and staying active, walks or exercise or whatever it is that you do that through. Um, and also taking care of your, your mental well-being because... Uh, you can't look after your whanau or a household uh, if you're not well yourself. Um, so stay safe out there, stay home, uh, kill it. No mai hari mai ki te paperback gorillas, the podcast where we call it all about puka puka or books we think are worth recommending, break down the kopapa or themes of those books, and call it all about how they might be applied in real life. Um, I am Peter, called Peter Taku Ingoa. Ko David toku ingoa. Uh, kia ora te whanau, ko te awanui toku ingoa. Kia ora. Kia ora. Aroha mai ko Pira toku ingoa. And ko wai tata. We are... We are... Paperback gorillas. Paperback gorillas. Oh, we should do that in sync, eh? Yeah, we, we need to time that. Ready? Let's go. One, two, three. Paperback gorillas. We'll get better. This puka puka uh, called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Uh, Ryan Holiday is a like a marketing dude. He mm. uh, he was 21 or 22 when he was the director of creative strategy or something like that. Some pretty high level role for American Apparel. Right on. Um, like came fresh out of uni or dropped out of uni. I think actually um, fresh out of dropping out of uni into these pretty high level roles. Did a couple of other um, pretty crazy high level roles and then wrote a few books. And, and I've read this one and uh, the obstacle is the way. But the kind of the main co-papa of the book uh, is kind of in the title. You know, ego is the enemy. He's talking about the risks of your ego uh, yeah. in three kind of stages of life, or three stages of a project, or some money sure. um, being like aspiration, success, and then failure. Um, so he says, in those three stages of your life, you, you're faced with ego in different ways, and he talks about how to offset those challenges um, and he talks through what some of those challenges actually might look like um, 
So you see, he talks about in the aspiration phase, you know, that's when you are more likely to be building yourself up, uh, kind of talking yourself up, you know. I got this. Caught it all, yeah, well, I mean, I'm the man, I'm going to do this thing, you know. Uh, and he says one of the traps in there is that you spend all of your time talking about the thing uh, and none of your time doing the thing, sure. you know, doing the mahi. Uh, and obviously if you want to get the thing done, you've got to do the work uh, more than you've got to do the talk. Um so he gives a couple of reminders in there. He talks about, uh, you know, there's there's no one there to perform for. And so you should remember that all there is actually to be done is work uh, and focus on that. And there's a bunch of other uh, really, really um, useful reminders in there. Then he talks about ego at the success phase, mm. uh, where this is probably where you see it most often, right, where someone has achieved a thing or they become a thing um, and you then stop kind of listening to the feedback of people around you, uh, your focus shifts from that purpose or that thing that you were doing to what you've become or the thing that you've the, that or you've you done. Think you've become. Yeah, or the thing that you think you've begun, yeah. right? Become. Um, and so you you focus on the credit and you believe you are the man. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you, you you might hear that. You know, whereas before in aspiration phase you were telling yourself you were the man. Yeah. You know, now you might. You might get a little bit of props. You might be, oh, cool, I've done that thing. Yeah, yeah I am the man. That's right. <laughs> so this is the second level, right? Yeah, this so is like the second aspiration phase. Success. Aspiration and success. Um, and he talks about, yeah, he talks through how you can mitigate those uh, those downfalls, those pitfalls right as well. Um, my favorite one of them is the, um, he talks about meditating on the immensity. So like remembering that you're a part of something way bigger than you, right? Like mm. tell, you know, like uh, whether it's, the universe or the team your team exactly yeah, something yeah. bigger than yourself um, because we all are right but but when you the minute that you start reflecting on you know when your ego starts being yeah. the, the dominant voice then that's all about you right like yeah. ego is you um, whereas you forget like man actually like it took a whole team of people to get here or mm. or even regardless of that maybe it was just you but you're still just even that thing that you did is just one thing that's been done in the universe right yeah. like you're not and, and this is a you've got to be careful where you use these reminders I guess but like you're not really the man like you're actually not really special in the scheme of the universe there have been probably a couple of thousand people who have done the thing that you're doing you know right um, but it's easy to forget that and easy to go oh man right? no one has done it like this before <laughs> that's like, right I guarantee there's nobody like I mean I can only see the people here in Tawa or here in Otaki but there's definitely no one in the universe that's done it like this <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah so he talks about bewaring the beware of the disease of me we we make it all about mm. you. Um, and he quote so in all of these phases he talks about people and gives their um, examples and, and relates them into real life examples and he talks about this soccer coach who has a cool quote around like play for the team or play for the name that's on the front of the jersey and they'll remember you for the name on the back um, around you know oh, making that's sure cool. that what you're doing is for the actual for the, for the co-papa. co-papa or the yeah. team um, rather than yourself you know you can't go in there going I'm going to make myself the man mm. you've got to go in there going I'm going to do the mahi um, you know whatever people remember you as uh, and then the other phase is failure um, and that's more about uh, being able to check yourself when you need to be checked um, you know we've talked about this a little bit away yeah. the ego you know checking yourself and your ego this is when you remember that um, if you've done something wrong like cool you've done something wrong like, yeah. you go and figure out what it was and adjust and, and correct that thing uh, when your ego is still telling you that you're the man and that you are the centre of the universe like and that when, when that's your thought process then you're not going to acknowledge that you did something wrong mm. or it's harder to right like you're going to be more likely to go oh, I could have never got it right because A, B, C, D and E happened you know there were all these things out of my mm-hmm. control um, 
and maybe there was, but guarantee there'll be something in there that was within your control, right? Mm. And so the the kind of conducive thing to do there is go, what is that thing in my control, and, and suss that out and, and try to make that thing better. Um, mm. And then he, and he yeah, kind of just talks about doing doing the mahi and then letting go, like not being not letting yourself get caught up and attached to the yeah. mahi as well, right which on. is another um, cool cool point uh, that, that we'll probably call it all about later on as well. Like you know, like you you can do the the work and make that work become your identity, mm. and then when something goes wrong with the work, then it's something wrong with you, right? Like that's that's also not healthy. Yeah. You know, you want to go do the work, let it go. If there's something that you can pull out of that that you need to do differently choice take that and do it yeah um totally. but yeah so it's, it's a very cool book um definitely recommend reading it uh, and there's i thought we might call it all about these three kind of main points that he that he talks about um within each of those phases um and i might just throw those out there and then we just just caught it away <coughs> yeah. sounds good um so the first one is purpose <coughs> purpose beats passion so he goes in there with this this opening sentence uh, actually I can't even remember if he went in there or if I just wrote this down as sure. my interpretation <laughs> uh, close enough run with, <laughs> run with pretty it. much rewrote the book uh, now nah, he says passionate people will talk about what they're going to do purposeful people will tell you what they've done uh, and passion is about intent and purpose is results based um, purpose is results based yeah so purpose will get you to results passion will get you emotional and will get you probably talking about the thing uh and the way i think about it like passion is for me anyway like passion is much shorter lived than purpose right like if i'm passionate about a thing that doesn't necessarily mean i'm uh i believe in the purpose enough to wrap some discipline or some routine around that purpose and actually do the mahi around like passion might make, might make me angry for a minute <clears throat> you know if i and there's heaps of things that i can think of in that in that regard you know if, mm. uh, uh, I saw some someone post on on LinkedIn the other day about uh, the percentage of Maori small businesses oh, out of that, the yeah. yeah out of the, the overall population in New Zealand and it's like one percent something mm-hmm. like that like that got me passionate for a minute I'm like man that's uh, that's not cool uh, yeah. you know like wh- why is that what what could be done differently about that but that doesn't line up with my my values enough to make me put that into a purpose at the moment. Mm. Um, Hmm. So he separates the two, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. To me, they said they, it seems like they they gel together, right? Like, I'm with like you, the passion is the fire, it's the fuel, mm. and the purpose to me is the the purpose is also a direction. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like they go together. I felt. Does he actually separate them? Like they're two different things. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. I'm yeah. with you. I think. I, I think. I, it's I feel like maybe okay, uh, my perspective might be like there's a purpose, right? And then when I have that purpose, there's a passion to achieve it. And so that's the fuel mm. and the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to me, they're, <clears throat> they're kind of two elements of the same thing yep. to get you to where you need to go. Mm. They're reliant, I yep. think, they're on each other. Yeah. So if I had a purpose to achieve something, when it gets tough, mm. that's when the passion gets me through, mm-hmm. I think. Um, or if I start to question and remember what I'm doing it for, the passion gets it through. Mm. But it's knowing that through that there's an outcome of whatever that is. So I think, yeah, I think it's a mixture of both at different times mm. with different intensities um, during that journey, whatever it is for you. Um, maybe. Yeah, he kind of, like, um, one of the ways I interpreted it was passion is like an emotional fuel, which kind of lines up with, mm. you know, um, 
with both of you are saying passion is kind of an emotional fuel uh, whereas purpose is more of a direction mm. I like is how I kind of see it and definitely like if you have a purpose like you need I don't think you will I don't think well, I think it's hard to build out a purpose without having a passion behind that thing right like yeah. they definitely go hand in hand yes. um, as, as, well, as long as you then have some discipline or some routine or something wrapped mm. around that as well uh, but then I think you can have passion without a purpose mm. and those those kaupapa or those people those tangata I think are the that's when you might start a thing and not finish it mm. perhaps you know you might go yeah I'm, I'm super passionate about this thing it fuels me emotionally you know it makes me want to do something if I can't convert that into a purpose as well um then I don't have the direction to move along. You know, passion mm. is, is I'm going to do something. I want to do something. Mm. Purpose Actually, is like, I'm going to yeah. do this. I agree with you there. Like, you, I think you can have passion without purpose. I think it's, for me, I think it's hard to have purpose without passion, mm. though. Yeah. It def- I think it depends on how you define that for yourself mm. yeah. and mm. in that situation. So if I'm thinking of somebody that is going to mahi to make money for his whanau. Maybe he's not passionate about the mahi, but he's passionate about his father yep. yeah. being fed and having the lights on. Mm. I think it just really depends on how the individual frames that for themselves. Mm. And um, and again, I think it's it can kind of come in and out depending. And they're actually both maybe reflections of each other just on the other side. Mm. Um, maybe, I don't know. I think, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Like, I... I a few of the things that he that he kind of talks about as being pretty mutually exclusive mm. um, are like this. Like to me, they're a spectrum, right? And they're things to think about and to go. Man, is that more on leaning towards that end of the mm. spectrum or more leaning towards that mm. end of the spectrum? Is much more more black and white um, mm. with it, which is maybe that's just his, the, the way yeah, he is. yeah, like, it's cool. And it's a cool thing about these, right? Like, uh, I think a lot of the time people read books and they go, "So and so said this." That's Therefore, it. that's it. Yeah, you know? and it's like, well, that's nah, the truth. That's, they again, write books. Again, like <laughs> Ryan is nothing special. Like yes. you know, Ryan is an author. He's written some choice books in the scheme of millennia. Like yeah. you know, and and he so he's a um, like a follower of the of Stoicism. So he's all about that that Greek philosophy where you um, that what makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So Stoicism is like you're kind of oh, you're yeah. you're all about the um, all about facts and um, and oh, right va- and you and you value the um, you, you take value away from it's not the right way to say it but you don't put as much emphasis on emotions and on sure. getting kind of caught up in the passion and sure. the pain of a thing you go how do I remove myself from that you, you'll probably goes explain back, a bit of me I think it's like a Greek yeah, philosophy Greek. Originally, yeah, so it goes back to like a time where it's about reason Mm, right like on. the original That's thing in Greek is about like their whole thing back in the day. Oh, there's a name for it. I can't even remember. But it comes Stoicism. down to, to re- yeah, <laughs> no, no. But like the, the, they had some Greek name for reason. Or yeah, right. like, but like reason, like mm. it's all like this is this philosophy about reason wins over like emotion, <clears throat> and so reason should drive you. Um, emotion, you should basically uh, pretty much control your emotions. Like reason should dominate, kind of. It's like a like there was this one example I read where like the guy described himself like being pulled around in the wind, right, but still being cool in it. So like there's this havoc and chaos and craziness going down, <clears throat> and he's you know like you kind of there's this imagery of like being pulled through the storm, right, but in the, you're you're in the centre, you're calm, right? Mm. Like these these things right. don't the, like the 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 environment, the craziness, all of this chaos doesn't affect you because if you're a stoic, you're kind of cool. 
Well, mm. like in some way, like it's not exactly, but you know, you know what I mean. It's like not affected that, that emotion. Reason, yeah, yeah, the yeah. reason drives you, and all the swirl of emotions, and like that was the imagery the, the person was using. It's kind of like being cool and the okay. calm in the in the storm kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. so he sounds like he's. I mean, that all makes sense now. The whole thing. He's if he's a stoic mm. and that's his thing, then he's 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 looking at this like purpose is like this reasonable thing, right? Yep. You have a purpose yeah, and you, yeah. you like move towards it intellectually and you plan it, you're rational about it, and passion is all emotion. Like, mm. It all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I took heaps from stoicism uh, after my car accident, especially mm. like they have a big thing around uh, like focusing on the things that you can control mm. and you know and not worry, not not spending energy yes. and wasted emotion worrying about the things you can't control Um, and so that like that it's a super valuable approach I think when you're going through some some rough stuff that you can't control Mm. like you know you don't want to get too swept up in that because you can't do anything about it Hmm. you can't stop that wind right but you can control how you feel inside while you're being swept around by that wind Mm. Uh, there's a quote actually uh, was it him have you read Daily Stalk no, nah, there's oh, it probably is, but it's a book as well. Might, I think maybe Ryan Holiday even wrote that, okay. uh, where he goes like, "There's a every day." Here's an actual uh, a meditation, basically mm. with Marcus Aurelius, is that you can. I think they're from him that you can put into today, right uh, and you remember that mm. that kind of piece of wisdom for the day. It's kind of cool. <laughs> there was a another quote that I that I remember, which is kind of kind of in line with this around making your interests growing, making your interests grow wider and more impersonal. Um, so that you're more kind of you're more focused on the universe and the world around you rather than your own self, mm. um, which is kind of I think lines up a little bit with what he's saying there around like your because when you get into this in the context of the ego is the enemy book a lot of it is about making your making the purpose of your thing what you're focusing on rather than yourself mm. you know, your ego and your you know that your your inner concerns yes uh, and so. I like that that quote from Bertrand Russell about going like the more outward facing your your um, eyes and your focus and your purposes, mm. the less likely you are to worry about yourself and mm. getting caught up in your own drama and that that wind or whatever. Um, True, which is which is kind of cool. Another one of his main points was around always being a student, uh, which which is another cool kopapa and another cool fakado. Um, so he talks about. Again, in the context of ego and saying, um, you know, I mean, we're all learners here. So, you know, you know how, you know how humble learning can make you, right? Like it's very hard to, right to be an ego egomaniac when you know that you don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, and when you, or when you're in a room and you're full of smart people like yeah. uh, developers, like this guy at work, Patrick. Um, and all of his teammates are real smart. <laughs> nah, uh, Patrick and all of the team are real smart, right? So I'm in that room and I'm like, I don't know anything mm. near it. I don't know anywhere near as much as these dudes and these wahine. But so, so you don't give your there is your ego doesn't have a chance in there. Yeah. Um, because you're le- if you're learning and you're always being a student, then you're always going to be in that room, right? You're always going to be the dumbest in the room, and that's cool. Like that's um, from what, from what uh, Ryan was talking about in the book. That's another way to mitigate your ego. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm with that 100. percent It's like a rangatira doesn't call themselves the rangatira, mm. eh? or a master doesn't call themselves the master. It's kind of up for the people mm. to decide what that is. And um, yeah, I'm all for that. That's just basically humility, mm. and mm. Um, and always knowing that you can learn something, which I think we're all for, mm. and um, and live. 
every day. Um, I know that that's something that I personally do. Mm. Um, I've, I think I've worked and studied all through my life, um, right through, uh, because I love learning mm. for that reason, um, to be challenged, to be around people that want to make themselves better. Um, and because I always know that there is something that I can put into my kite as well mm. from other people. But then it's being the student, but also being the master at the same time, being able to take that and figure out what that is for you. Mm. And I think that's where the challenge comes in for me to know that we're all learning. Okay, but what does this mean for me? And how do I master that? And then you come back to that student and you go, mm. well, you never will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were just... And so it's a constant cycle, yeah. I think. And um, But being aware of that and being okay with that. Mm. Um, it's tough as we're like conditioned to want to be the best mm. and want to uh, know, know it all um, or whatever it may be. So it's, um, it's a good challenge um, and something that I know that I, I battle with every day. When the ego pops in and goes, oh, you got this, or be the you man at this. Man. You are the yeah. man. Remember, yeah. remember, you told yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you again. Right? And that's tough. I mean, that's you know, like you need to do that sometimes, right? And, yeah. and you need to, uh, you need to give your ego a voice now and then to let you walk into that room with Patrick and these yes. intimidating, smart uh, women and men who know their stuff, and you don't, right? Like yeah. sometimes you need that. But that your point then again around the balance too, like. You also need to know, so you need to know what's in a few, and, I, and I, I feel like something that I often struggle with is knowing when you can use what you know, how, however little yeah. it is, to, to give something as well, right? Yes. Like, how do you use, because, I mean, most of the knowledge that we're about getting is for the purpose of doing something, right? And yeah. For the purpose of giving something to someone or to the world or to whatever. So how, do, like, getting that balance right and knowing, okay, cool, like, now is the point where I can use this to do something. Mm. Uh, I'm still learning, okay, to buy it, but I can use this to do something because that's the point otherwise what's the point right yes like otherwise it is self like i'm just learning for myself and Mm. that's like you know nothing that i've ever spent time learning is about me it's always about you know just like your stuff you know like what are you studying at the moment um i'm doing ux design Mm. and uh, i didn't even know what that was to be honest (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i was like what 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 it kind of sounds interesting Mm. um and I just went in and figured out that it's user experience. I was like, oh, right, okay, I get it, UX, yeah. right. Um, and, but, and then it's that conversation again. So I love learning, so I went into the class, and um, all these really smart people from all around the world are there. We got some gun lecturers, and then I was, they were going through the first slide about empathy mapping mm. or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, oh, well, you got this. Mm. Like... You do this actually every day, mm. but you don't call it an empathy map. Yeah, yeah. You call it listening to people, mm. <laughs> yeah, good you know, or, or whatever it might be. So just always remembering that maybe the way they're teaching it is new, mm. um, or the structure, or the framework, or the rationale is new from their point of view, which you have to remember, which typically isn't from a te ao Māori view. Mm. And that you probably already do this, but in a different way. Mm. So whether it's um, whether you're learning science or whatever that might be, and you're in the islands putting your washing out, mm. and the mosquitoes come, and you know your auntie or mum says, "Bring the washing in because the rain's on the way." Mm. 
that is the same thing, mm. but it's just in a different context. So that's when I think that master or that ego has to come out, or it might be your tupuna coming out and going, "You got this, boy!" Mm. Like, but you just know it in a different way. That's the that's the balance thing again. Mm. Um, but yeah, what about Jeez. you? Yeah, oh man, <clears throat> that's pretty much how I live my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just constantly learning. Yeah, I'm always a student. But, like, I guess I've grown up since I was eight around martial arts. My dad did martial arts. I'm still <laughs> training jiu-jitsu. So I've always been influenced by, like, Bruce Lee, Miyamata Masashi, you know, all these all these sorts of people who are just, like, you know, forever, you know, that mindset of forever being a student. Yes. It's hard, though. Sometimes, you know, every now and then you've got to check yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and I, I do that, you know, like, I guess in... I don't know at jiu-jitsu you know you can always take someone something from from someone but it's easy enough to think like oh, I've been doing this this long and this guy's just why would I listen to them mm. but you know even beginners you know they just pick something that you you hadn't thought of or mm. they've done something unique and um, you just can always learn from anyone and the ego yeah in this case I think the ego can get in your way mm. like um, although it's interesting though I was listening to this podcast um, a jiu-jitsu guy and his his take on on ego was that, well, ego gets me out of bed every day. Ego gets me out of bed sometimes when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so and so because he was talking about ego and jujitsu. He's like, so I'm not, you know, because in jujitsu there's this, there's a saying called um, check your ego at the door, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that idea. You check your ego at the door. You come in and then you just learn. You purely learn. You're mm-hmm. a student. You learn. You know, you don't let your emotions and your ego get in the way because otherwise it'll actually block your learning process mm. and your growth in, in the art. You come here to learn, you leave your ego at the door. Yes. But his his take on that was that, well, I use my ego to get better too. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, it's not quite black and white. I, I don't want to fully check my ego at the door. Mm. I need my ego to get me out of that position. I need my ego to escape that submission. Mm. Mm. And that's going to make me better. That's going to sharpen my sword, sharpen my skills. Nothing always, like uh, always. Uh, like a good ass kicking you, uh, <laughs> make yes. you remember that uh, you are the student but that's the thing that's the thing about that's the thing about jiu-jitsu and martial arts right like there's, there's things in life you get you, you, mentally you'll get your, your ass whooped but there's something about getting your ass whipped mentally and physically yeah <laughs> like yeah. when I was in jiu-jitsu when I first started in jiu-jitsu and you've always got to remember like when I came into it you know I've done other martial arts I came in Brazilian jiu-jitsu mm. and I just got owned all the time yeah. and it just it just kicks the ego out of you and you still see new guys come now big strong people yes. and jiu-jitsu is one of those things that will really kick your butt um, because it's it's based on technique and mm. and all these sorts of things and so you get these big strong guys come in I've people who wrestled for the New Zealand Commonwealth Games team have come mm. in they come in you know muscle to theirs and they're you know they're brute force and all this and then um you know like a big dude mm. and you'll get choked out by um you know some little skinny dude mm. or you know a woman mm. and he wouldn't never have expected a woman to yeah, tap him yeah. out right and these are the sorts of guys that come through like mm. yeah people who come from rugby we've had um tanumanga come through the club and all that uh, well Fiso, yeah. you know, big big dudes, but yeah. like you get people come through. I mean, Fiso can rule though now, right? Oh no, no, he's the man. He's the man, and same as Tana. Tana's Tana Umanga, bro. Like he's know. super humble dude mm. as well. But you just get these people that come in and they want to just aggressive when they come on. Using strength, strength, right? Using muscle. Yeah. yeah, and then slowly either they'll leave and never come back, mm. or they'll change. They'll mm. transform in the process. 
they'll accept it and start learning now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, though you'll see the transition to and those who have a massive ego and they think, I'm gonna come in here because I'm big and strong mm-hmm. and athletic and I just wanna smash people. Yeah. Um, they'll leave because they can't handle it. Mm. And then there'll be some who transform in the process mm. and then they're like, Oh, okay, like I'm just gonna like humble myself now. Yeah, I am nothing now yeah. and I'm gonna work my way skills mm-hmm. yeah. and get better. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, that's just an example. Have you done jujitsu? Ju- ju- no, I did Aikido for a long time, Aye. and they had similar, prim- I guess, across all martial yeah, arts yeah. or disciplines. But you are the you you are both learning. It is mm. a give and take, and in order for you to do your your move or your exercise, you need the other person. Mm. So it's about responsibility, also of looking after them, because if you don't, and it's their turn. You will, you will get it. So, um, and I think that's just the, um, that humility thing, but also remembering that again, you're not in it by yourself. Mm. And generally, when that comes in, life. that's about you trying to prove something. Eh? But when you let that go, um, and just are there presently experiencing this and learning and exchanging, um, I think it's um, a lot more rewarding than um, than going in for it. You don't learn anything; mm. and it's just for yourself. Um, but you're right in terms of the, there's a balance there. All of the guys I look up to in terms of athletes, like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, uh, heavily have ego. Um, but they wanted to be the best mm. and believed it so much. They trained and were purposeful, so that comes back into it. Uh, were creative and passionate because they loved the game. Mm. Um, but they became the best Mm. Two. So there's a um, there's well, everyone has their own debate about who is the goat, but um, yeah, I would put both of them right there. Mm. Um, definitely Jordan Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, bro. Like I've had plenty of conversations. You know, the LeBron thing. You yes. know, the, the James Kobe is yes. kind of undisputed with Jordan. Yes. But those two, and I'm not. I'm like Kobe, man. Kobe's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe's yeah. awesome. And you know, there are different types of goats mm. too. Yeah. Like you know, the greatest of all time might be. You might have like five of them, mm. four for different reasons, and that's cool too. But the, and even when I think of Muhammad Ali, one of the, probably for me one of the greatest athletes of all time, mm. um, totally. huge ego, totally. Um, but nice. delivered was purposeful. Yeah. Was so I think it's um, it's, it's I think you knocked it on the head. It's a spectrum. Yeah. And you fall somewhere in between at different points of your life and career, um, and in the moment too. Maybe during the game, mm. you're, you're a bit more humble because you're getting your butt whipped or, um, or you need to tell yourself you're better because you're getting caned by Jordan. You need to tell you that's what you need. Mm. Um, I think it's, it's a, an interesting dance. Mm. Yeah. yeah I think there's, I mean, maybe there's just some people who can transform that, that want to be the best yes. uh, into a purpose that actually they can sustain and, and, mm. and, and drive along, right? Like, um, that as a simple purpose on its on its own doesn't sound like it has many has any legs, right? Like if you go, cool, yeah. my whole drive in life is just to be the best. You go, oh, like you're going to be affected by all sorts of things way outside of your control, right? Like it's going to be a hard purpose to stick with. Yeah. But I guess if you've, you know, I guess there's those rare rare breeds like Muhammad Ali and like Jordan and, and whoever that can actually go, you know, cool that. If I put my mind to that as my purpose, I can do it. And maybe they would have been able to do that with any purpose. You know, mm. Maybe you know, if you think about those greats who have then gone on to do uh, crazy other things. I mean, I don't know, like Arnie. You know, like obviously I'm gonna the be man, governor. the man at bodybuilding. Like you know, yeah. crazy purpose, wanted to be the best. 
did that then acting. like I want to do some acting yeah. cool I'll just casually smash out some whatever his acting career looked like massive obviously a, then I'm going to be the governor like that dude can transform yeah. purpose mm. into uh, results right yeah there's a good point there though like oh well I just picked up something in, when, when you were speaking like is there a difference between being the best you can be and being better than others mm. Right, like mm. I wonder if you like some of these guys that are the greats. Are they competing against themselves, mm. or are they competing against others? Like, it's like some of them, they become the best, yes. But are they saying to themselves, "I've got this. I can be whatever mm. I want to be"? Mm. Is there a difference between yeah, that yeah, and yeah, saying, yeah. "I want to be better than others"? That my goal is to be better than everyone around me, versus I want to be the best that I can be. And, yeah, and it's that's just the arena they're in, right? the arena they're in they're mm. surrounded by these other competitors yeah, um, yeah. well they happen to be the way that they find their way right because that's the challenge like you're a basketball mm. player you're a boxer mm. the person you're on competing. the other side mm. you might not say I want to be better than you but I need you guys to make me as the yeah, best yeah, I can yeah. be and I I'm going to go I, I need to be as and, I need, as I and I need better people the mm. higher I go mm. to beat is that beating mm. them or are you saying I need high, more challenges and that comes from you mm. or like in basketball mm. I need to play the best to be the best mm. am I trying to be better than them or am I trying to be the best that I can be yeah true like, good question because like it sounds like in the book he's kind of making a distinction like do things that aren't for yourself kind of thing and you, mm. it, it seems like that but it's yeah. like what is there something wrong with like being the best you can be for yourself without like thinking I'm here to step on others? I'm just here to be the best that I like. I'm here to get my true potential in life, mm. and and I'm just going to keep growing, learning, improving, right? Mm. And like I don't think that that's a negative thing to always achieve. Then by chance you happen to be better than everyone mm. else. Mm. Um, well, that's yeah, the learning, right? I mean, that's, that? that's the back to the, the I'll quote it all before. That is the process of learning and of mastery or, you know, mm. of moving towards mastery perpetually of a thing like that is improving yourself, right? Like, so mm. if your goal is to just be the best that you can be and think <clears throat> continually, um, then that isn't necessarily egotistical in the sense that we would think of. Like, it's just, you happen to be, you happen to need uh, to beat others to be the best that you can be. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. Mm. We've all met people who've got that passing fascination with being the best, right? And you know that, like, that's probably not going to transform into an outcome or a or a purpose. Like, that is a little bit more shallow. Like, I just want to, I, I just have to be better than those dudes. The hip hop game, rap game, there's a lot. Like rappers, we have a thing where that's, I don't know, for some reason, we've we all love the ego. Um, and what is the best? Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah like you know, I, but for me to hey. be as good as I can be, I have to be better than these other three rappers like mm. seems to be mm. uh, the the Ficard or a lot of the time when it comes mm. to rap uh, for whatever reason but like that yeah so that's uh, if, you, if you're not competing with other people and you're just trying to be the best that you can be um, that isn't necessarily any different it's just that you're in a different arena mm. maybe you know I have met people that literally just want to be other people yeah yeah they just get, that's what they get off on. Mm. that's what fuels them yeah they just get off on being better than others you know mm. oh, sure. it works for some though <laughs> that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um so that, that the other kind of pillar that he talks about is um talking less and doing more so mm. um and again like, I, I can um think i can relate this into the hip-hop 
context pretty easily. Like, you know, you want to, as an artist or a creative, you're doing, and you know, me and I were talking about this before, like, you yeah. want to do a thing, do the mahi f- towards a purpose. If your purpose is reaching people, you then have to talk about it. Um, but what he's talking about, I think, more so is around your division of time, right? Like, if you're spending all of your time mm. talking about the mahi, then you're not spending all of your time doing the mahi. Yeah. Uh, and that's a pretty simple thing to remember. Um, but it's also an easy thing to forget. You know, like mm. it's, it's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Because if you want to reach people, branding, marketing, yeah. advertising world tells you, like, the more talking, the better. The, the louder your brand is, the yeah. louder, the more times your name is seen, the more billboards you're on or Facebook yeah. ads or whatever, the more likely a person is to make a buying choice or a listening choice or an investing choice or whatever mm. uh, in your favor. Because it's time to put that putia towards a the thing they just remember Dave and they go oh, Dave does that thing. I'll buy that honey off Dave over at Carpsey Island Honey it's that great honey by the way carpseyislandhoney.co.nz yeah, it's great um, honey it's crack up because this is the opposite of me yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah you know like that's that's quite a that's quite an interesting discussion what do you, yeah. what do you think about that it's in terms of goal setting right the the premise in goal, goal setting is to put it out there mm. right and there'll be different theories and frameworks for this but one of the key messages in the goal setting models that I've seen and I use is put it out there to the universe mm. right I'm going to achieve this but I think where the difference happens in terms of the ego is when you just feel like you need to say it mm. not because you actually truly mm. want it but more because you feel like you want to be in the conversation yeah. or you want attention. Mm. And none of this is bad, by the way. I'm, I don't believe it's bad or good. Mm. It's just up to the individual. The motivation. Yeah, 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 in terms of what they want to do. But in some cases, putting it out there forces you to deliver. Mm. Um, if, that's what you're, if that's what you want to do and that's the type of person you are. Um, but it's also strategic too because knowing feeling that you want to make an announcement about something awesome you're Mm. doing, but holding it back and going, I'm going to do it closer to the time. Mm. Is that the same? Mm. You know, less talk. Yeah, I hear that too. And we've got that whakatauki, ahako heti hiponamu. Although it's small, Mm. it's big. And good leaders, they say, don't generally need to say too much Mm. and can inspire and can evoke emotion and commitment and loyalty and all of those things. But I guess the other thing too is it depends on who's in the room listening mm. to because you may say something but nothing or no buy-in mm. or you may need to keep talking so I think it's really up um, again it comes back to the individual and the situation um, and I don't think there's a good or bad with it mm. there's ego all along it's, it just has a different face and now for a word from our sponsors this episode of paperback gorillas was brought to you by the number 23 and our damn selves it costs us about $20 a month to keep these episodes online so that you can listen uh, as well as the time and effort that goes into recording the corridor uh, and making it happen but we pay that because we think the kopapa of sharing that mana enhancing corridor is important and that it's worth it if you agree and you've enjoyed the episode so far then please consider donating uh, to help with those costs you can do 
so at patreon.com slash paperbackgorillas. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash p-a-p-e-r-b-a-c-k-g-u-e-r-r-i-l-l-a-s. Every dollar that you give helps us make sure that that mana-enhancing corridor gets shared and gets heard. So thank you. Is belief in yourself ego? Is this the same thing? Yeah, I was thinking that. Because like, I'm just so thinking, like, the, yeah, the just way as you were talking, I was thinking, like, believing yeah, in yeah. yourself. And that's a kind of a so. fundamental um, distinction that, you know, our, our mate Ryan has a nice black and white stoic of he makes. Uh, he <laughs> talks about confidence versus ego. So he, he, t- hmm. he, he kind of describes confidence as, and I kind of like this uh, description as pointers along that spectrum versus mm. the black and white boxes yes. uh, so he talks about confidence as something that you have a proven ability uh, factoring into like you know I know that I can rap you know mm. I do know that I can rap now technically I know I can put words together in couplets and mm. patterns right. and they can sound interesting um, ego is me before I can rap going no yeah I can rap um, and slash or actually I've spent a lot of time rapping and I've had no reason there's no reason for me to think that I can rap is but I still e- think that I can rap is that ego that's ego so what if you achieve it though is it, is it- so if you achieve it so so he kind of makes the, the distinction being like it's founded or it's unfounded like fact based and again the stoic thing right like it's, it's mm. reason it's rationale so if you've got if you've had I don't know like if you put songs out and you've had objective feedback that like this is good like yes. you can technically sing like you are a dope singer like yes. okay cool like I've had an, I've, I've heard that enough and I believe it to be genuine to know that cool like the way that I sing mm. people enjoy it and they and it's valuable to them okay. cool like that's that's confidence you know mm. like that's founded on evidence mm. and it's founded on fact uh, if you had no if the, the universe didn't give you any reason to believe that you are able to do a thing mm. but you just wholeheartedly believe that you can um then that is ego and again like that's even not, if not you bad. still achieve your goal like you, you no, like, no, well, so say there's no reason behind it yeah yeah but um so let's just say that's true so there's no reason behind it your ego um that so your ego says but i can there's no mm. reason right i can and then you achieve it mm. like so i guess at that point yeah. that would be ego and then, like, later on, if you reflected on it, okay. like, after you had achieved the outcome, then it would be confidence. And again, like, the, the bro goes pretty deep into this in the book, so it's, mm. um, there's, there's, there's levels to this, right? Sure. Like he, he gets yeah. pretty deep into it. Um, for a surface scratch kind of um, corridor, that's kind of how, mm. how I read it. It was, yeah. okay. you know, and, and again, like, I don't, I don't think any point along that, like, you need all of those points along the spectrum, yeah. right? Like, like we talked about before. Yeah. Um, you know, like, when, when I started rapping, um, like, you know, I, I would have needed some, I mean, I did need some ego to get up on stage. Actually, what I needed at the time was was uh, our bro Cos uh, from Foot Soldiers going, Solly, just get up on stage. Yeah. Just do it. Bro, it'll be all good. At Cuba Street Carnival and just getting up and doing it and being nervous as and shaking so much that I thought you yeah. know, the crowd would be able to see me shaking. Yeah. Um, like, if I hadn't had Cos there, then the, the first time that I got up on stage would have relied way more heavily on ego. Yeah. Um, as it was, I was just bullied. Cos, okay, that was bullying. Uh, if you're listening, and but. it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like so, I think you need all of those, all of those pieces of the of the spectrum, depending on where you yeah. are at that time. Mm. Um, what I find fascinating about that, though, is that if we are the constant learner, mm. then we must have ego at every point. 
to think we can do it. Oh, yeah. And so that's the interesting uh, dynamic between yeah, yeah. that. But what I like about, and when I was thinking about this before, like the thing about being a, if you become a constant learner, you develop confidence in your ability to learn, right? Yes. Like you go, cool, like I know I can go into that room of the Patricks and of the, the Wars and the whoever's who mm. know more than me and I'll be okay. Like I'll learn a bunch of stuff in a year mm. and maybe I can have a proper conversation with them. Mm. Maybe not, not quite there, Patrick. Nah, I still can't do it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, killed it. Uh, you know, like that—that yeah. that gives you that that confidence to be a constant learner yes. um, as well. Uh, is another way that I was thinking about it. That's a good so, point. Yeah, you have confidence in your ability to learn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But only if you. But but then maybe you need it the first time that you step into the into the classroom or into that room, right? That yeah. might be ego. And for yeah. me, it probably was. Like I came from a job where I was the decision maker and the like, looking after the the, the regional thing. Um, mm. And then I stepped into a had to go into a role where I didn't know anything about the domain. Yes. I probably pulled over a bit of ego from that previous role where I was used to just you know being the, the dude in the room who knew a bit or mm. the most sometimes. Um, to be the dude in the room who knew the least. Yeah. I wonder if reason just doesn't cut it sometimes. Sometimes the data might be wrong. Mm. Like, why... But the, the reason's based on data, right? Um, there's lots like of data. Confidence. There's lots of data yes. out there, right? Like, I mean, I can do this, I can do that, mm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I might not know what physically or mentally I'm capable of, so the data would fail on that. Mm. Like, if it had yeah. some graph of what I've... I, I personally have in me to process what I'm capable of. Mm. So my intuition goes, nah, but I've got this, right? It, is it, and then I achieve the thing. Mm. Not sure reason, like, I don't think data and reason comes into everything. I think mm. there is a little bit of, just back yourself. Mm. A bit of magic. <laughs> a bit, yeah, there's a little bit of magic. Like, yeah. let's, let's have a crack. Yeah, let's yeah, have a crack. Sometimes there's no data for it. So we know that, if we look at the data, mm. we shouldn't yeah, be yeah. successful. That's we will true. die around 65 mm. and probably beforehand or whatever mm. these things might be. And the system is not designed for us and mm. telling us that we won't make it. We know that the criminal and justice system has inherent bias. Mm. We know that the education system has inherent bias. So we don't know what we don't know. Mm. right? So, and we have a system that's telling us we don't know. But and also telling us proportionally we're way more likely to end up. That's right. Jail That's right. Statistically, we're mm. we're overrepresented in, in places that, that yeah. aren't great to be yeah, represented yeah. in, right? And oh. so if you look at the data, it says you're really made to be this way, right? Mm. Like this is the direction That's you're supposed right. to go, right? So by default, for us to succeed in things, oftentimes we have to fight the data, right? Like, well, not fight yeah. the data, but overcome the data and not rely on proven confidence i guess and actually i mean that, then there's a whole nother quote it all in there about your the difference that it makes those role models around you make mm. right so like do they give you that confidence like i you know like we, we talked about in one of the other podcasts um yeah good point you know, like like point. seeing damn native rapping and going cool yeah. maori can rap and sound me choice yeah, right. like that is a form of confidence that i now have in yeah. my race and my thing that i want to do um, or even that I having, didn't have before. Even having one of them, even if you don't know them, mm. them coming up to you and going, you can do this. Yeah, but they don't know you. Mm. So that's not on fact. Mm. That's just like, it's, what is that? Mm. I don't know. What's your, what's your facado on that? Like, So if, if you need to be spending more time doing and there's a risk of um, you, know, you being seen as self-centered or being mm. an egomaniac or whatever because of the time that you spend Yes. Doing the talking versus yes. the mahi. What about when, what if your purpose is to be a role model? 
I think the best role models I know that I look to are run along the same lines. They are people that are always learning. Mm. They never say they know it all. Mm. They are smart enough to get smarter people in the room. All of these things that we know and hear all mm. the time, um, but they, they live it. Um, and actually, they've probably come through a time where they did have lots of ego mm. and, or they did have to tell themselves, I've got this. Um, but they're now at the stage where uh, they're more humble, uh, they have more awareness, um, they've traveled the world, um, they've worked with great people who have sh- that they've role modeled off. Mm. And so it's just the passing down almost of these these values, and we see them throughout history, right? Mm. The great leaders, the great generals or uh, heroines or whatever have had the belief at the beginning and then become the mentor. Um, I think that's what that is for me. And mm. that's when I look to the people I look up to, that's what I want to be. I want to have those same values, um, but also in my own way. Mm. So it's, again, taking it and becoming the master of or reframing that so that it feels natural for me. What about ego in others? When you see... Um, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> when a you, good question. When you see those people uh, and you... Yeah, and you know that on that spectrum, they live up on that end. <laughs> There's heaps of those. Yeah, yeah. How do, you, how do you? So I'll start. Like one how of the, do you? How do you? One of the things that I, yeah. uh, that I was thinking about the other day. Well, so what do I do is um, I'll, I'll talk more about how I see them. And one okay. of the things that I think is always quite funny, and this is probably my bias, and, yes. um, but you know, there's people who, when they're talking about a thing, the way they frame that corridor, they find a way to insert themselves into the thing they're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, so when you say, and the, 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 you know, if I said, Brawa is a mean singer, like, that's cool. Like, that's, that's just an objective kind of thing that I just... That's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I go, you know, I've always known Awa was a mean singer. Uh, like, that same fact You've that I'm giving now comes, becomes about me, right? Yeah. Like, and so I've managed to, somehow through the subtle art of, uh, of ego manipulation, <laughs> on like, Look at me. I knew that I was a mean yeah, singer. I knew. Always. Uh, you know, and there's people who, that's all, that, and so like just doing that, like what it, in the, in the uh, context of a, a random conversation doesn't necessarily mean I'm an egomaniac, right? Yeah. But, but like there's people who, that's how they always talk about things. And, yes. and every statement or everything, they've managed to figure out a way to go, see, look at me. Look at, it's choice weather out there, eh? But yeah, man, I, I always uh, remember to bring my hat when it's weather like this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the addition like those of, ones crack me up. The oh, addition yeah. of that too is when they, um, and I'm sure you've all run into these people, um, is when they may say that, yep, um, you know, I always knew that uh, Peter was a great rapper. Mm. Um, and um, <laughs> yes, what you are. Um, but then it's the it's the next step too. So it's the dismissal of someone else's. So oh, did you know that you know like Peter's a mean rapper? Oh, I always knew he was a mean rapper. So it's almost yeah, dismissing yeah, yeah. the other <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's but he's not as good as uh, Fiso or yeah, something like that. The third so, la- yeah. Third layer. So like I'm right, you're wrong, yeah. and, and I just also, want you yeah. to know I'm even more right because yeah, I know yeah, something else. That's right. Stacking up that uh, ego creep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For, point, point, the conversation, point. they get to the end of it. Yeah, sure. I win. And then there's the um, 
the end, you know, again, like, this is... We're all going to see these if people you're, out If you're listening to this, follow Patrick, I'll you, tell you what. And you feel like this is you. <laughs> I'm not saying you're an egomaniac. I'm just saying sometimes this might sound like... Oh, look, we're all guilty of it, I yeah. think. Yeah. It, it oh, the, the classic, yeah, yeah. No. the classic, um, you know, Patrick, uh, you know, I was late, I was late to this. Late, late to the meeting again. Stopped in at the vending machine. You know, classic Patrick. Uh, classic. When Patrick. Patrick is talking about himself, <laughs> I'm like, man, like don't, don't create a, a persona for yourself in that moment to tell everybody else about. That is, that is, that Own is it. up there on the ego spectrum. <laughs> That's a good point. Just tell but us how like, you, how, I mean, how do you, how do you, uh, not handle them? How do you manage yourself in that situation, especially when you know that. Maybe they're putting their agenda across to mm. you, or for whatever reason. How do you, how do you handle that, Peter? So, my, like, I just take the same approach, and it's kind of probably why I finished reading this book because my thing around that, um, you know, focusing on what you can control uh, mm. is that's pretty integral to my kind of day to day. Like, I, I just apply that code bubble, right? Like, mm. cool. Like, that's them. That's not me. I've got no say on that. There might be completely valid reasons why they're like that. Maybe they had to do that to get. You know, they had they didn't have a damn native to tell them that they could do the thing that they're doing now. They relied on ego, and now that's mm. where they're at. And cool, get the bite. They're doing their thing, and maybe they're doing it really well. Um, so, yeah, I can't control their right. So I just, mm. I, I, I don't treat treat them any differently to anybody else. What about you, Kaz? Oh, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty, like, there are some people who are, like, overbearing with their egos, and, you know, those people are like, oh, don't really want to know you. But um, oh, I'm, I'm forgiving in most cases, because, like, there's lots, like... I've got, you know, we, you know, we say these things like, you know, oh, you know, those people that say that, I probably do that too, Bro, you know? you and I just don't even know. Matters. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah true, true. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I'm pretty forgiving about it on the small levels because I think we all just have it. Like, I think like there's so many subtleties to it. We probably don't even know we're doing it. Mm. You know, it's just like this unconscious thing where ego speaking on its own you're not even aware of it you know so that's cool i think we all got that like that's cool i'm pretty sure plenty of times i'm trying to boost myself up and then i look back and go well i speak like that what a a dick you know and then like but uh, but but then there's the super obvious ones where you're like that they're like another level it's a spectrum right like i think it exists in all of us i just i just think it's there and then you get those people who just like damn all you do is talk about yourself and Mm. all you do is talk about how good you are and you're so not humble and you know if there's a chance to learn you're not learning because you've Mm. already clicked that you've already sorted that out like you, you know you already know it all yeah i don't know those I just don't really have much to do with those people, to be honest. Cause and then it's the question, like, if you notice somebody doing that and you're like, oh, you, man, you always talk about yourself. Are you then being using your own ego mm-hmm. to not appreciate the context yeah, in terms yeah. of that person huh. being using their ego? Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. there's that question yeah. as well. And um, I know, like, if I'm ever in that situation, and very much like you, I prefer not to be in that s- scenario mm. um, or deal with them or can see them coming from a mile away. Um, but I will listen mm. um, because you're right. They might have something actually of value, mm. but it's just the way they're putting that across comes tainted. That's in their true. Own ego. That's true. Yeah. So um, they yeah. may mean well, and mm. they may actually be uh, like not consciously doing it. They may just be saying their thing with, with a cloaked in ego. Um, but it's, it's been, I think it's being able to get to the bottom of what they're trying to say. Mm, yeah. And if you're all wanting to achieve the same thing, it's about trying to pull that out. Yeah. And, and again, not thinking that they're the only one with the ego. Mm. Um, because by thinking that they have one, maybe you have one too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
but the, I think it's a balance. It's it's yeah. I think it's that's. I think you kind of hit it. Is where my thing was is the reason why it's probably on the surface. People with super egos great me, and so I don't even listen. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're right. You're right. I could probably take a bit more time to be like, actually, there's stuff there. You know, there's stuff I can learn. There's stuff I can listen to. There's stuff I can take on. I'll probably see the real person if yes. I look for it. But the, it's it's almost like it's something that they do that grates me, and so I walk away. I yeah. have nothing to do with them. <laughs> yeah. We I probably could give them a bit more time. Yeah. But when I have people with just massive egos, I just I don't I don't even want to listen to them. Yeah, and that's probably so, a so you know one of the. Like I think fundamental disclaimers we should have thrown out there at the, at the intro was that like this isn't bad. None of this stuff is good or bad, right? That's right. Um, like you can live at whatever point of that spectrum you want to live. Okay, mm. that's not on us. That's not within our control. You know, that's that's part of the wind. Mm. But if you feel like you're at the end of the spectrum, or you think that this <laughs> describes you a little bit, then you know, like it does lessen your effectiveness a lot of the time because mm. it's easy for that to be grating, right? Like it's it's easy to not want to listen to people who sound like they're only ever talking about themselves because yeah. oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't enjoy interpreting messages through that. I don't want to have mm. to peel back the layers to get to the, yeah. the actual it's hard core work. of what you're saying. Uh, and work. sometimes people just won't. Sometimes I just won't listen. So, yeah. um, you know, you do lessen your own effectiveness when you are being interpreted that way, uh, regardless yeah. of the reasons and if it's right or wrong, you yeah. know. And um, then on the other a, side of that spectrum is that when you're too humble, and don't have confidence or mm. ego, then people may perceive that as less low confidence and uh, maybe not don't have the ability or or just didn't know because you didn't say anything. Mm. So um, yeah, I think yeah, you, you made a really good point. If you find yourself maybe on either end of that spectrum, um, maybe there are ways to unpack some of that. Mm. Um, not just for you, but actually for the person you're trying to engage with, um, so that you can get more out of each other in that sense um so a bit of self-reflection mm. being that student again and um yeah cool cool for Shit, you know what like this talk actually got me thinking like, i'm gonna actually <laughs> i'm actually gonna walk out this door and go shit what am i gonna start doing you know i'm gonna check myself like I'm, i don't know like i'm gonna like i actually feel like i'm, yeah. I'm gonna walk out of here and be, be but like but that's the student again i feel right? like i'm yeah. gonna look at my ego a bit now yeah. and, and it's cool sort it out to your point before like i guess like you know you actually whether or not you know you already do that right like if you've had those moments where you go oh man like why did i talk like that like you were saying before like that is you checking yourself as well, mm. right? That and sometimes that can be the difference. You being able to go, all right, like, yeah, like that's not. I'm not super happy with the way I phrased that or the way I talked mm. about that. I'm gonna, you know, whether or not you say it, there's another unspoken piece of that for Carl, which is I'm gonna do it differently next time, mm. uh, and that means that you don't lessen your effectiveness, right? Um, but to the like back to the the main like, you know, your um knowing the context of what you're saying as well is important right mm. like that that piece around role models and and us as maori especially in being represented mm. in all of those other stats that we don't want to be represented in mm. i feel like and that's kind of part of the overarching cope up of this whole thing right of yes. us being here talking is like we kind of have to make more of an effort i think to talk mm. about the stuff we're doing you know like mm. there's the bro um his name robert hollis on LinkedIn is always going on about tall puppy syndrome in New Zealand and how mm. it's horrible and we need to do less of that. Um, as Maori, especially, I think we do, like, because mm. if, if we're not talking about the things that we're doing, like, there's a whole bunch of other role models and a whole bunch of other um, loud talkers through stats and through yeah. patches and through all those bad things mm. that our people will hear otherwise, mm. you know, if we don't True. make that self 
conscious effort or that intentional effort to go, you know, I'm going to try to yeah. speak louder than those dudes and those wahine. Um, mm. True. So There's a responsibility mm. and an obligation. Well, oh, like, like you guys are, you know, you guys have been in front of people all the time. The only reason why... Um, um, you have been too... Oh, now, yeah. Well, that's, that's the point I'm making. Like, I'm people not... Back I, don't, to I don't do talks <laughs> One and I don't do, you know, I don't do, uh, like, I don't, I don't, you know. Even doing this, I was like, "Yeah, people are gonna have to listen to me, bro." Yeah. Nah, but then, but people then, gonna get to but then, Peter sold me on the co-papa. I was like, "Actually, this is a good cause." Yeah, hell yeah, why not? I'll come yeah, on me. and have a talk. But yeah, it's like it's not natural for me, um, mm. and um, just because I knew what the purpose of this was, I was like, "Hell yeah, I'll come on." And bit of ego got you through that. Um, I can that do that. No yeah. purpose. purpose. Yeah, okay, nice. Stoic nice. purpose, Stoic my purpose. bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the passion got me downstairs from my yeah, desk right, to come yeah, and do this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really, I think it's a really good topic and yeah, um, something nice. that you're right hasn't been. Well, it's either one or the other, mm. but actually, it's is it? Yeah. You know, that's it's just what. What is I like the question? what you said earlier. Like I think to me it was the perfect summary. Like you said, it's a dance. Yeah, mm. like you said earlier, and no, I was like, that kind of sums this whole thing up. It's a dance. Yeah, the yeah. song changes, the tempo changes. Mm. Yeah, you need but you got to keep in, you got keep in step, right? Yep. You, you step. trip over if you. Yep. <laughs> and when you do, how do you manage that? Fails, do you yeah. get back up, or do you worry? You know, all yeah. of those kind of analogies we mm. can use. But um, I thought we were going to keep going. I was like, <laughs> yeah, were you really? Did you have one ready? You can bust it out. You go to the bar and you get another drink. What are, what are your ego traps? What do you? Where, when do you Good know question. your ego trips you up and you go, oh, okay? You know, when you come back and you have to check yourself, or, or you don't check yourself and you haven't thought about it until now. Hmm. What's our ego trap? Mm. So mine, uh, I know that I and so the, and this kind of goes back to that. Um, uh, I get heaps of emails and comments and stuff on on. The social on the um, shoebox Christmas yes. stuff. So, ranging from Peter, you are an angel, uh, to you know, sort out your system. It's horrible. Why did I get this alert? Rah, 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 rah. Um, but you know, a lot of the, a lot of the feel free to name those. The, people. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no. um, you know, I also get a lot about man. How do you manage to find time to do this work and, and whatever and other stuff that I do? Uh, and so I can start believing that sometimes and mm. go, yeah, man, I am real busy. Like, I don't have time to be chasing around uh, or the following up on whatever. Pop- yeah, exactly. These like fellows, like, <laughs> haven't been putting in the mahi and carving their driftwood <laughs> mic stands. No. Um, you know, so I can sometimes believe that my busy is more important than someone else's busy. Yeah, right on. When, like, busy is just busy, right? Like, we all have 24 hours in the day, 17 hours a week or whatever. Um, most of us aren't throwing any of that away most mm. of us are doing something with it um but i can tend to get caught up in like man i'm, I'm real busy like i don't mm. have time to be you know mucked around by you or yeah. whatever um and that's this definitely something that i have to check myself on um yeah. usually yeah. after the fact like I, I normally only notice it after i've let myself get that little flush of emotion mm. and maybe i've sent the email back maybe i haven't um but yeah that's that's one of my yeah my little ankle taps that i know yeah, there's definitely more, but that's one that, yeah. I, that I know. I'm with you on that in terms of remembering that everyone is on their own journey, mm. first of all, and that I'm not one. I don't have any position to make a judgment on, um, knowing that I'm on mine, mm. and that, um, and to not 
to not judge that either, mm. actually, just to roll. Um, I think I know what is inherently right for me um, and to follow that. But when I start putting judgment on it or actually saying something purely to get attention, um, even like if I think about social media, mm. if we think about announcements or saying, oh, I'm super excited because which is like such a key line on LinkedIn. Everyone is super excited, <laughs> super excited about everything. No one's ever failed. No one's ever failing on LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, no one's no one's no one's failed. Um, but when I say that without having done anything, mm. then I know I'm saying, well, for, I think I know I'm saying that because I'm. I'm operating from a position of ego mm. rather than going, actually, do I have something to say that I truly believe mm. to the core? No. So I will, you know, pull your head in and don't, it's okay. You're going to get through this post and, you know, it's good. You'll do another one tomorrow yeah. <laughs> or something like that. But it's, um, yeah, it's that wanting attention. Mm. When I feel that coming to me, I, I cut it. So that's my signal. When I'm just saying it to get attention, mm. that's my little, my trap. And if I, yeah, like you, man, I get caught up in it too. And um, sometimes after the fact going, far, you just try to say that to make yourself kind of sound cool. And See, like, I, damn. I'm, I, I'm mad Cross. forgiving. <laughs> Another one. I'm mad forgiving of that as a, like, back to that quarter before, yes. as, you know, as a, uh, a Maori out there doing things, yes. um, I feel like that... And like this is interesting. Like, see, maybe that reflection is your ego talking, because actually the greater benefit of you talking about that thing, yes, is X. The impact to you is feeling like, yes, oh man, I'm just trying to make myself feel good by doing it. Yes, um, that greater benefit, in my mind, to is others. one of those people who benefit from it actually outweighs your yeah. own internal feeling about it, right? Yeah. Um, just to twist things up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's the weight you give that, right? Yeah. So, okay, well, right. yeah, I know it's beneficial for them to hear it. But then, I, I don't know, these are just questions now, but, yeah. you know, do you ask yourself, well, who are you doing it for then? Right. Yeah, you yeah. Know, is it for me or for them? When actually, it is for everyone. Exactly, and, yeah, yeah. And then if we come down to like a quantum physics level, we are all everything <laughs> and everything is connected and blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't even know if that, is that quantum <laughs> physics or am I just yelling out terms here? <laughs> but you know that thing about we are all connected, we are, mm. we are, um, and even and from a Maori creation story perspective, we are, we are from the gods mm. and these kinds of things. Even just saying that is that, I don't know, you know, my tupuna is, you know, eel and mm. papa and rangi and tāne mahuta, made from the gods or whatever it is. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's an interesting take. And in, I think depending on the day mm. and type of motivation you need, um, it, it, can, it can dance mm. along that spectrum. But um, yeah, I think that attention purely for attention um, for me anyway, like saying, oh, you know, I'm so busy and blah, blah, mm. blah. Uh, yeah, but everyone's busy. Mm. So who cares? Like, and no one cares about your busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my mum used to say, you know, like, hey, no one cares. Yeah. Hurry up. Get yeah. on to it. Yeah, like, hurry. move on. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's, I th yeah, yeah. Yo, man, you bring up a good point now. It makes it like so much bigger. <laughs> Damn, Peter. We've only been talking for four hours so far, so we've still got another six. <laughs> Okay, so Peter, here's a question. So after, well, firstly, just mean for Karo, mean Korero. I didn't yeah, even yeah, realize sure. it was going to go along those lines. Um, but Peter, so you've you've read the book. Mm -hmm. How many paperback gorillas do you give the book? Ooh. 
I, I would give yes. this four out of five paperback gorillas. Oh, right on. Mm. Okay. But four out of five? Four out of five. Uh, and I think I'm probably going to give most books four out of five. Sure. Why would you read them otherwise, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a real interesting thing, right? Like, stop and read. Like, I will stop reading books if I don't enjoy them. Like, mm. so any book that, that I'm going to say we should talk about, I've read So if you finish a book, enough. it's automatically yeah, got four. Yeah, pretty and much. And then if it's excellent, it gets four and a half or five. Probably. <laughs> probably get four and a half will be as high as we go. Um, so no stink books on here. No stink They're books all great. on here. Well, <laughs> we're not going to waste your time, listeners, with unless, stink books. That's you, our promise to you. Unless you come in here and you, you read like half a book, eh? Yeah. Right? yeah and you're yeah, like, yeah. I didn't finish this one, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah. It's Don't stink. read this. It's stink. It's but, stink, but here's some good things to talk about. I'm giving it two stars up front. Two paperback gorillas. And we're sharing the audio file. <laughs> yeah, four out of five people. Cool. Four out of five. Yeah, four yeah. Out of five. But but that like didn't you say like, four and a half? No, no, four, okay. four out of five. Uh, but again, like it lines up with my values. I right? like that mm. that stoicism thing. I spent a lot of time trying to wrap my uh, my hiningaru uh, my my mind into a place of not focusing on things that I couldn't control. So mm. when I read this book, it was like, yeah, choice. This is. This is all completely true. No, yeah. it was more like this is all completely true and right. <laughs> You're correct. Well done, Ryan. You are well right. Well done, Ryan. <laughs> You've got, got fives right. now. Because yeah, I believe it, which is an interesting quote in itself. I'm sure we'll talk about that sometime. Like the, you, know, you read books and you read internet articles and things like that that you already believe. Uh, and that's why you, that's why you like them. That's why you share them. And, and that's how you get people like Donald Trump into office. So don't forget, Farno, check out www.paperbackgorillas.co.nz uh, where you can find the podcast episodes, videos, and trailers. Uh, hit subscribe on your podcast player so that you get the next episode when it comes out. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Kia ora. Brought to you by Carpety Island Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Carpety Island, Island Honey. Um, cool. Set us. Yeah. Me? Do, who, who wants to do the outro? I don't, I don't, I don't hate that kind of ego, bro. <laughs> right. Well, I'll do it. Uh, I'll just close us off with a karakia. Uh, this is one from my um, my son's kohanga, and it goes: Tomaira, kote Māori, kote Māori tu, kote Māori noho, kote Māori anuku, kote Māori arangi, kote Māori ayo, kote Māori aroha, kote Māori onga tipuna, tomaira, kote Māori ora. Koya te ruruku, ruruku tia kia u, kia mau, huie, tāra kia. Have a good day, everyone. Sure. Sure.